This is the Man in a Room podcast. Roll up, roll up. I don't think I've ever rolled up anywhere in my entire life, nor have heard anyone ever say roll up, roll up without irony being involved. Now it's about rocking up, which is a stupid phrase as well, to be fair. Anyway, thank you for joining me for this episode of Man in a Room. How's it going? Still pretty windy out there. Still pretty windy. There's all this wind. So much of it around. Like, it's surprising we've not run out yet. Genuinely. Like, what's going on with that? But anyway, uh, let's actually get on with the show because I just want to address the fact that you can probably still hear wind in the background because it's just, I think we might blow away. I think it's possible I might blow away. The common joke is, oh, it's like Mary Poppins where they're outside. Oh, it's like that that bit from that other thing with lots of wind. I can't think of any other wind-based things. Oh, the Wizard of Oz. There we are. The Wizard of Oz. It's almost like the Wizard of Oz out there. Oh, I'm not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> yeah. The old recycled jokes on Twitter. You can't quite beat them, can you? Anyway, um, so I overheard somebody having a conversation about a new diet. Now, I don't really follow diets. I've actually never been on a diet. This is genuinely true. I've never gone to any specific efforts to lose weight or put on weight or anything like that. It's just something I've never done. My weight has fluctuated. It's gone up. It's gone down. It goes up, goes down, goes up, goes down. It's what happens. It's my natural weight. I just continue... Getting on with my day-to-day life, and that's it, pretty much. Think, oh, I'm probably eating too much bad stuff. I'll probably cut down that a little bit because it's probably not very healthy. So I just cut down on it and, you know, don't cut out completely because why would I? I have some treats. But I overheard somebody talking about this diet called the duck diet. I was like, what on earth is the duck diet? It was an overheard conversation. I didn't really want to get into the conversation with them because I don't, you know, I'm out of my element when it comes to diets. I've heard of a few. I've heard the Atkins diet. I've heard the keto diet, so on and so forth. This duck diet. So I was trying to work out what it could possibly be. So I didn't have my phone on me, so I couldn't really sort of discreetly Google it to see what's going on. So I just thought, well, maybe it's yeah, just you know, maybe it's you eat a lot more duck because I don't know how, is is duck healthy? So I thought duck was actually quite fatty um, because of you know the, well apparently there's there's a lot of dark meat on a duck. Duck meat duck. That's a very strange reference there for people from the nineties talking about dark wing duck. Um, that used to be a thing. It's like the Duck Batman, but it was made by Disney and starred, I believe, Donald Duck, possibly, or something to do with Donald Duck or Scrooge McDuck. Some of them, one, somebody from the Duck family. Um, so maybe that was something to do with it. You know, the, the you have to eat more duck. You know, maybe because there's maybe certain proteins or certain things in duck that you don't get in chicken or other bits and pieces. I don't know. But anyway, um, so for that maybe that's what it is. But then I thought to myself, well, hang on. I had this idea years ago. This is an insane idea I had years ago, and it's something I do want to pursue. Uh, if people want to join in with you know, trying to come up with this this cookbook that I'm working on, well, well I say working on it's a, a cookbook I had an idea for, um, and it's basically uh, my thought was, you know, ducks they eat in the water, don't they? So maybe you have to eat all your meals in the bath. Maybe I don't know. Because I thought, you know, it's, it's, if, have you ever eaten in the bath? I don't know if you have or not, but it's actually quite liberating. It's actually quite fun. Uh, but it's actually very, it's actually quite difficult because you can't eat certain things in the bath. You said, well, this may be where the duck diet comes in, you see. You can only eat certain things that you can eat in the bath. Makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? So I thought to myself, okay, so you can eat maybe, you know, you can eat cereal because that's just a bowl and a spoon. 
And then you can have like various rice dishes. That's just a bowl of a spoon. You see, you can't eat a plate of chips in the bath. See, this is the, this is my genius idea. But then I then thought you could just put the chips in a bowl and then use a fork instead of a spoon. So yeah, but then you can't obviously have other things because you can't cut it. It's, it's, it's very inter- it's a very it's so many intricacies. With this, I thought this is actually a really interesting diet. This is a diet that is actually quite fascinating. This duck diet. And I thought, oh, that's interesting, isn't it? And I sort of reignited my idea about eating food in the bath, you know, because I remember this, um, it's just a very fun experience. If you ever eat some something in the in the bath, it's just like, ooh, this is fun, isn't it? I'm having a good time. Um, but, so anyway, I got my phone out eventually, and I looked up what the duck diet is, right? And what it is, is you just eat stale, soggy bread. That's it. That's the diet. Okay, that's a bit strange, isn't it? That's a very strange diet to have. I mean, I don't know if it's healthy because, although saying that, unless the duck is quite fatty in you know in its makeup, actually quite a you know you never see a flabby duck, do you? Never see a flabby duck. And then I remember that uh, reminded me that years ago there was this thing on the news. It wasn't really like a thing like a this just in. Ducks shouldn't be eating bread. No, nothing like that. But there was this thing about how ducks shouldn't be fed bread anymore because it's bad for them and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, what? I've been feeding ducks bread for absolutely decades. What are you talking about? There's something nice about going to a duck pond. You've just finished your loaf of bread, right? And you've got the crust left because nobody really likes the crust. I like the crusts, I'm going to say. I like them toasted. Very nice, actually. Especially when they're thick and they get a bit, bit burnt as well because the, the, the bread's a bit too thick for the toaster. But instead, you can go to the duck pond, you can rip it up and feed it to the ducks, you hear them, their little quacking noises, and you see them swimming about, enjoying themselves, and, you know, it's a, it's a fun experience, it's a very fun experience, I enjoy doing it, and I'm sure many other people, millions of people enjoy doing that as well, so it's just a case of, you know, now being told that we can't do that, it's like, what? It's PC gone mad, this is, absolutely PC gone mad, but it turns out, I, I had to research this, turns out that isn't the case, absolute nonsense you can feed bread to ducks if you so wish but they do recommend you don't feed them too much bread because they'll fill up on bread and not get the healthy stuff that they need such as algae and monster munch so you know it's swings and roundabouts really but you the thing about animals tend to be they don't tend to they will keep eating till they're full they don't think i'll have a little bit of that and i'll have an apple later they don't do that they are all like, you know, just give it to me now. I'm hungry. There's there's room in my stomach. I can eat it kind of thing. That's what animals tend to do. I'm sorry, any animals listening to this, if I'm incorrect, please feel free to get in touch with the show. So I know and we'll put out a, a formal apology to that to that effect. Um, but, you know, can ducks be killed with too many carbs? I've no idea. Is it possible to kill a duck with carbicide? We've no idea. Anyway... I'm going to go for a quick little drink of tea, and I'll be back after this very short break. If you have any thoughts, comments, or questions, please do not hesitate to send them to show at maninaroom.co.uk. As if the ducks don't have enough to worry about, every year, for three days, the local green would be covered in a travelling fairground, and the ducks from the duck pond being like, What's going on over here? We're trying to get some sleep over here, and there's all these people like hollering around trying to get people to do stuff. And it's like, what? 
They want to hook ducks. We don't want to be hooked. We just want to be left alone to swim around in our pond and eat bread. But we can't even do that anymore. But no, the uh, the local travelling fair used to come around every year and it used to be like a fever dream of stuff. There'd be like loads of music. There'd be like loads of lights. Just an insane... Like it's a nightmare for people. It's like a sensory overload, a genuine sensory overload for people like me. I can't, it's too much. It's too much. Don't like it. But you know, I would go, and it'd be occasion. Uh, well, there's nothing else to do in the local village, is there? Apart from stand at the bus stop and wait for a bus. Um, so yeah, I remember there was actually this rumor years ago. If it, it probably still is a rumor, if the if the fair is still going, that it's always cheaper on the first night because. It was more dangerous, and there's more chance of you dying on one of the rides by you know by being there the first night. There's more. It was like, oh, it's not. It's not as safe on the first night. What do you mean? That's absolute nonsense. The absolute nonsense. I don't know why people even say that. It's always fifty p cheaper if you go on the first night, but you might die. But yeah, um, I just remember going to this thing, and I did, I did used to enjoy it. I mean, I, I, the idea of it now literally makes my stomach turn. But I remember there used to be a game there called Splat the Rat, which is my favourite. I absolutely loved Splat the Rat. And so basically what it was, it's basically a person standing there, and there's like a drain pipe, right? And they've got this sock that's filled with like sawdust, and they've sort of sellotaped a, a tail to it. And that's the rat. They've drawn some eyes on it, maybe, if they're a bit more adventurous this time around. And they drop it down this drain pipe, and you've got this bat, and you've got to try and splat the rat with the bat. You see? It's fun, because it all rhymes. Splat the rat with the bat. Splat the rat. It's fun to say. You know, try it yourself. Say it with me. Splat the rat. And, you know, the idea is that you basically have to stop this rat from getting into the basket at the bottom. It's very simple. It's not difficult at all. And um, yeah, I've actually never seen anyone win. I don't think there are any prizes for Splat the Rat, but it's more like a, yeah, yeah, I want Splat the Rat. Yeah, <laughs> give me a crown. I'm brilliant. And all that kind of stuff. But I don't... I've actually never witnessed anyone personally win Splat the Rat. But there was another game that I've actually got insider knowledge to because uh, one year they had it and a family friend stepped in to try and help out the, the fairground, you see, because the fairground would come around every single year and people got to know them and all this kind of stuff. And it made sense to, you know... He, he was like, I'll help out. I don't mind. But it turns out he actually uncovered one of the biggest scams of the fairground. Shocking, I know. And he told us all about it. He got told not to tell uh, people about it, but he thought, ah, sod it, what's the, what's the problem? So basically, it's, I don't know what it was called, but I have to explain what it looked like and all this kind of stuff. So basically, there's this metal dustbin. So basically, years ago, we used to have a dustbin. Uh, I don't mean like uh, the, the ones you get now, the plastic ones on wheels. It used to be an actual big tin dustbin with a metal lid and that was to be it it said it was one of those right it had holes cut in the side like six holes around the edges around the bottom i should say and they were numbered one through six you see and inside those holes there were drain pipes shoved in them okay so the idea is like there's this like drain pipes numbered one through six all around and then the person would grab uh, a ferret put it in the bin and then they would see which hole the ferret would run out of because ferrets love a good tunnel that's actually naturally what they do they they're, they're built in that certain way so they can chase rabbits down holes you see that's what they do that's what people used to get 
uh, like when they used to poach, they used to get uh, ferrets to hunt rabbits and they'd basically drag them out and they'd eat the rabbit, you know. And um, so that's you know what it was. I, I can't. What the, I literally don't know what it's called. It's probably called something like ferret roulette, but that's a bit of a mouthful. So maybe it wasn't called that. But you know, it was just one of those things. And um, they'd have like betting odds as well. Like you know, if you if he comes out of here, it's like two to one. Comes out of here, it's I don't know three to one, four to one, five to one, and all this kind of stuff. All these different bits and pieces like that. You see. And obviously, people would be like, "I'm going to bet on the the one that has the higher odds on it." And they have to bear in mind. Right, this is a ferret. It's looking for a hole to go down. It probably has a favourite hole to go down because of the smell. And also, turns out, ready for this one, some of the holes weren't holes. They were blocked off. That's right, you heard me. I'm busting this wide open. I'm going to the press with this. This game was rigged. Not all of the holes were available to go down. So people standing there, putting their 20p on what hole the... Ferret's going to choose to run down. You're, you're basically just giving the, the person the money. Shocking. Couldn't believe it. And I just remember the, the patter this guy used to have. He's like, oh yes, this ferret here. This ferret is called Flash. He's, he's, he's faster than a speeding bullet. Especially when chasing a rabbit or going down a drain pipe. It's very, very weird. I look back and I think it's very antiquated, that entire idea of using a ferret as part of a game. Um... It's just very bizarre, really, isn't it? I remember, I seem to remember the guy's name was something like Lucky or something like that, the original guy. I mean, not the family friend who was um, helping out that one day. But, yeah, I don't know what ever happened to Lucky. It's one of those weird sort of people that, you know, when you're younger, you see them a lot, and then suddenly they disappear one day. It's like, poof, gone. In a in a puff of smoke, gone. Along with the annals of time. But yeah, it's actually quite interesting, really. Um, the... The fairground ringer, is that still a thing? Like, it, uh, there are probably certain things that you can and can't do with fairgrounds. Like, there has to be a certain amount of fairness. Like, oh, yeah, you don't do the coconut shy because it's stupid. No, don't do the coconut shy because it's all fixed. They're all glued to the thing. Yeah, of course they are. Yeah. Can't do that anymore, can they? No. Hook a duck. Yeah, they can't really fix that. That's why the prices are rubbish, you know? Like the grab machines from you know in amusement parks or amusement arcades, they they are rigged. That's confirmed. But it's it's very it's very fun, isn't it? It's all a bit it's all a bit of fun. All the fun of the fairgrounds, you know. And I wonder what it's like to actually work in such a place. I mean, I used to work down a place where it had a lot of arcades, and there was that whole genre of people there um, with their. So it was basically a fairground, but it was there permanently all year round. And uh, yeah, it's actually very interesting. But anyway, um, I haven't got much else to talk about, so I'm going to go. Don't outstay my welcome. But anyway, I'll uh, speak to you all again soon. Hope you have a good day and all that kind of stuff. Whatever you're doing, you know, it does it does mean a lot to me. And I hope that you listening right now do have a good day. It does mean a lot to me, like I say. So uh, yeah, if you're not, like I always say, take someone with you, ruin somebody else's day as well, and then tomorrow will be a better day and it'll be better. Yeah. I'll speak to you all again soon. Have a good day. Who is the man? Where is the room? It's some guy you've never heard of in a room you've never been in. For more information, head over to maninaroom.co.uk.